Hey everybody, thanks for stopping in and welcome to Rowdy Dragon's Fantasy Sportsbook. I am, of course, Rowdy Dragon, one of the resident fantasy experts over here at tobychristie.com. And I'll be here every week with some featured head-to-head -head matchups and I'll break them down to help you decide who you like. I'm over here crunching the numbers so you don't have to. We all know how time-consuming that can be, so let the dragon do the agonizing for you, whether you're playing just for fun or betting the odds. Speaking of odds, I'll also find your favorite driver odds and let you know just where to find them. I'll also look at some potentially good long shot driver odds and I'll cap it off with my favorite picks for the featured matchups and give you my favorite for the win. Alright people, thanks for stopping by and having a listen to Rowdy Dragon's NASCAR Fantasy Sportsbook. I really appreciate each and every one of you stopping by to have a listen. I know there's a gang of podcasts out there to listen to and you chose to listen to this one, so that means a lot to me. Okay, if you don't know what we're doing over here, it's all about the numbers. I'm taking the head-to-head -head matches and I'm breaking them down, taking a look at averaging. Lots of averages, lots of numbers. Uh, this week will be a little bit different because we are going to Gateway and it is a track that we've only raced at one time. So before we get into that, let's take a look at the featured matchups and see how they stack up against each other this week. The first matchup, you've got the 12 car. Ryan Blaney going up against the 45 car Tyler Reddick, a Ford versus Toyota. Second matchup is the 10 car of Eric Almarola going up against the 23 car of Bubba Wallace. We've got a Ford against a Toyota once again. Third matchup is the 54 car Ty Gibbs going up against the two car of Austin Sindrick. We've got a theme, Toyota versus Ford one more time. And the last matchup, We've got teammates, the six car of Brad Keselowski going up against the 17 of Chris Boucher. I never really liked teammate battles, but here it is. So going back to the top, we don't have much in the way of career stats to look at since, like I said, they've had one race here, but I'll give you an idea of what they've done on that one race. And then I'm going to take tracks, comparable tracks to Gateway, all these tracks provided by iFantasyRace.com. We're going to look at New Hampshire, Richmond, and Phoenix to compare against Gateway. All short, flat tracks. And I'll take the averages from all these tracks. Now I'm taking Gateway from last season, New Hampshire from last season, and we've got Richmond from this season, Phoenix from this season, and both races from Richmond and Phoenix, the spring and fall races. So we've got eight different tracks to compare, and I will average out the driver ratings and see what we come up with. So our first matchup, the 12 car Ryan Blaney goes against the 45 car of Tyler Reddick. Uh, Blaney, he did lead 12 laps the last time he came here. Reddick, he didn't lead any laps. Uh, Blaney had a P4 finish and Reddick a P16 finish. So now looking at Gateway, New Hampshire, Richmond, and Phoenix, all the various time frames of these different races. Now obviously we cannot use the career stats for Gateway as we've only run one race at the track. So looking at their averages, Ryan Blaney's average finish position over all of these tracks, he comes up with a 9.13 and a driver rating of 103.3. Tyler Reddick, he has an average finish position 15.63 and a driver rating of 77.91. So Ryan Blaney's stats look much better than Reddick's on short flats over the last year, as you can see in the averages they put up. Looking at their stats shows Reddick is much better on these short flats in the spring than in the summer months. So I've played with the numbers eliminating the bad races Reddick had at Richmond and Phoenix in the fall. Also removing those from Blaney's averages to see how things would compare. 
It definitely brings our averages closer together for more comparison, but Blaney's numbers still outdo Reddick's by a small margin. And this is what I was looking for just to get a better picture and confirm that I will be going with the 12 car provided practice and qualifying data back him up. So Rowdy's pick, Ryan Blaney. All right, looking at our second matchup of the week, the 10 car of Eric Almarola going against the 23 car of Bubba Wallace. See, Eric, he finished P5 on his last run here. Bubba, he got a 26th place finish. So for starters, Eric looks better. But looking at Gateway, New Hampshire, and Richmond, once we average all these tracks together, Eric Amarola, he comes up with a average finish position of 17.88 and a driver rating of 75.69. Bubba, his average finish position comes up to 18.5 with a driver rating of 65.81. So he's a little shy of what Eric is putting up. Now the short flat tracks are Eric Almarola's bread and butter, only he shows up and runs well randomly, and this is a fantasy player's nightmare. Looking at how Bubba has been running as of late makes it really hard to pick against him. Over the last four races run, he has picked up the fourth most points in the field, where Almarola sits in 24th. Now, a good thing about the 10 car is when he practices well, he runs well. So this will be a great indicator of how the matchup should go. And unlike last weekend, we'll get some practice as the weather will not play a role, just the heat. Now deferring to the two short flats that we have run this season will help me get closer to a pre-practice decision. Bubba comes out on top here averaging a P18 finish to Amarola's P23. Driver rating is also flipped, putting Bubba on top with a 70.35 to Eric's 60.40. So until I see those practice numbers put up, I'm going to go with the 23 Bubba Wallace on this one. Rowdy's pick. Okay, our third matchup puts Ty Gibbs in the 54 Toyota against the number two Ford of Austin Sindrick. Gibbs, he has no races run at this track, so we have zero data to work with for him. And Sindrick, he did finish P11 in his last run here, and he did lead 26 laps, one of the lap leaders. Now again, there's little data to work with for the 54, so we're only looking at their finishes for this season on short flats. And I worked in Richmond's fall race from last season only to drop it back off the list as Gibbs had an engine failure on that run. Before dropping it off, however, Gibbs had the better driver rating of the two, so it shows he was running better. After eliminating that race from the matchup, really boots the 54 stats in comparison. So Gibbs now comes up with an average finish of 18.5 and an average driver rating of 72.5 to Cindric's average finish of 26.5 and a driver rating of 49.8. Also looking back at the last four races run for this season helps to see which driver is trending in a particular direction. Over the last four races, Gibbs has outscored Cindric by double in points earned. That alone is enough for me to lock in Ty Gibbs as Rowdy's pick. Alrighty, and now our final matchup of the week has the six car Brad Kislowski going up against the 17 car of Chris Busher, his teammate. The last go here, Brad, he finished P20. Chris Busher, he didn't finish at all. Zane Smith ran in his car last year, so again, we have no data to work with for this track, for this driver. But Busher did run New Hampshire, Richmond, Phoenix, all those other races. So we've got all those other tracks we can compare with. I'm just going to drop Gateway off the list to keep things equal. But before I drop Gateway off, let's take a look at their stats. Kislowski, he had a 17.63 average finish position, and his driver rating was a 73.39. Chris Busher had a 15.86 average finish position and a average driver rating of 74.17. So we're pretty close here. 
Now, like I said, I would drop Gateway off to see what would happen to their comparison. Busher's stats don't change. Keselowski, his average finish position changes to a 17.29 and a drive rating of 75.3. A very close matchup we have between these two teammates. So I eliminated that track to see what would happen in Keselowski's case, and it didn't really move the needle a whole lot. So more adjustments were made by eliminating the fall race where Keselowski had electrical issues. This is where I get a clearer picture again of who has a better short track program between these two. The numbers now have Keselowski with a 14.3 average finish position and an 80.5 driver rating. And Busher comes up with a driver average of 15 and a rating of 77.9. Now the numbers are pretty close between these two with the six coming out ahead. But looking at how these two have been performing, I looked at the last seven races on all track types and Keselowski is tailing the 17 in points earned. This is definitely the toughest matchup of the week. Not very nice putting these teammates up against each other. This decision will hinge upon the practice session and their qualifying spot, but if I must make a decision right now, it would be the six car of Brad Keselowski. Now we all have that one guy who screws us in fantasy on the regular, and Keselowski is my guy. So I'm trying to keep my personal feelings out of my decision making. As hard as it may be, Rowdy's pick is Brad Kate. 